Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. And? And I'm Lauren. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. Good as good as can be. So this... I got boosted yesterday. Boosted. Ooh. Oh, oh, Does like... magnet stick oh, to like your arm? No, no, I got, no I, got my, I got my booster shot yesterday. Oh, yeah, I already, I already did that. I, I already forgot about that. Actually, no. This morning I had, a, I had like a huge headache... Like, I ended up taking a nap and ended up being fine. Nice. Yeah, I didn't have anything for my booster. I, like, my arm hurt real bad for a few days, and then uh, I was fine. I took, like, a three-hour nap. Yeah. But it, yeah, I was tired, and then, yeah, like, my arm hurt, and now that's, like, kind of gone away. Like, my wife, like, Susan got it bad. She got, like, chills, like a fever. Mm-hmm. She was, like, wrapped up in bed, like, fully clothed oh. with, like, four blankets. It, it was crazy. Jenna oh. slept for, oh, for a good terrible. amount of the, the day. Hey, now that I'm talking into the front of this mic, I'm too loud. Are you too loud? Girl, you, you sound, sound good to me. Yeah, you sound fine to me. How about now? Testing. Alright, yeah, I, I guess I can't be, like, <laughs> up on the thing. Like, God damn, I am a loud person. <laughs> you are a loud person. Right, I, I didn't mean to be. Uh, yeah, well, so anyway... Special, special episode, <laughs> near and dear to my heart. So I figured I'd get Same. dolled up to do this one. I, I was, up. I was very excited. I, uh, I didn't have my red strap, crotch cover, thing. So I, I could, I couldn't wear that. <laughs> I tried to figure out a way to do the Riverman. Uh, nice. That was, I just, I just too lazy to do it. So. Oh boy! I'm oh no. Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look same. Nice. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not at all. You know, wearing cutoffs. <laughs> no. I kind of like the the shorts with the fishnet look, though. I'm digging it. It's I'm nice. not wearing the the fishnets, but I did. I, I had a pair of jeans that are like so shredded. Like I can barely wear them. I only like use them to do yard work. But even that's a problem because then I'm just filthy. So I. I well, they look the great on you. You make a good Julie. <laughs> God, I'm trying. I'm, I got my iPad up here, like off to the side for like my notes. And apparently, Lily's friends just like are constantly trying to call, and then I turn it off, and then they're FaceTiming again. Oh no! It's like. It's like Leave me alone. Yeah, there's a virtual slumber party happening upstairs. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, recipe for disaster. This is a recipe for disaster. So I kind of want to go way back to the first episode that we did, and we outsourced the Trioxin 245 to a contest, and it, that drink was disgusting. So what I'm going to do for Trioxin 245... <laughs> Is a Jaeger bomb, so so pretty simple. And you you may need to save the Jaeger bomb till after you try the other thing, 
veal brains. So we, we oh, soaked no. the brain in water, because you, you gotta do that, and then we, well, I chopped it up, breaded it, deep fried it, a little bit of chicken wing sauce, and let me tell you, the first few bites, delicious. And then after that, you're like, I'm eating brains. So was it, was it worth the $9 a pound? Yeah, I mean, I didn't even get a full pound, so. Okay, no, that's true. You spend a little over $7. That's, that's, that's not too no, bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. So yeah, recipe. Where did you get brains from? Savener's Market in Cambridge. They have everything. Oh, I see. Apparently. that la- The second picture is pretty gnarly. Yeah, that's, that's the brains <laughs> soaking. Ugh. I'll have to ask Susan about that place because she's from Cambridge. She has to have gone there at some point. Yeah, there's two. I forget what the other location is. But, yeah, we've gone there quite a few times. But, to get your veal brains? Yeah, veal brains, kangaroo, alligator, rattlesnake. <laughs> what have we done? We got rabbit. I think I've rabbit had all three of those. Meat for stew. Hmm. Have you had brain before this? Uh, this was a first. I don't know if I could do it. I am adventurous. I just don't know. Looking at that, I'm like, hmm. Well, you and Nick are coming over <laughs> next weekend, so. Oh, saying, no. You might want to <laughs> peruse the menu before you just start eating at the snacks. <laughs> oh, Nick is going to hate that. <laughs> so, Return of the Living Dead Part 3. She's to die for. Mm. In Return of the Living Dead Part 2... The chemical trioxin turned people into flesh-eating zombies. Now the government is trying to control these unstoppable cannibalistic killers. The splatter fest starts when a young man uses the chemical to bring his girlfriend back to life. It's a state-of-the-art special effects show as she starts a chain reaction of the living dead by eating the only thing that will nourish her. Human brains. Brains. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely liked this a lot more than I remembered. It was, like, one of the first, like, movies I remember uh, renting from... What was that video store next to Clockwork Pizza? Video Craze? No. You never remember... You always talk about this video store, and you never remember the name. Yeah. I don't remember. It was, like, right in front of the Bella Costa. Like, it It was, like, in that mall. I, I honestly don't remember. I remember I rented this there... Uh, rented Jason Takes Manhattan there. Like, a, I don't know. Awesome movie. I don't, I don't remember the name <laughs> I, of it for the life of me. It was tiny. I saw this one. It came on I probably like Cinemax late at night one mm-hmm. night. And I'm like, oh, part three. I didn't know there was a part three. So I stayed up and I'm like, this it's not, not like the first two at all, but it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it. That's how I fell in love with it too. I saw it on TV late at night. And it was probably, obviously not my first introduction to horror, but it was probably one of the more goofy horror movies I saw at the beginning, you know, like the B-level. And I was like, this is amazing. It's like Romeo and Juliet with zombies. Uh, that- awesome. Way better than the terrible movie that came out a few years ago. Um, the zombie movie, like... Uh, warm Bodies. bodies yeah. Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Ugh. I walked out of the movie theater. Oh, that movie was wow. terrible. Yeah, I, I, I never got around oh. to seeing that. I, I'm not one on smart bad. zombies. It, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I think the fact that I paid for it, I was like, this is just not what I thought it was. <laughs> I, I mean, Mike and I walked out of Batman and Robin. 
Yeah, that movie was horrible. <laughs> there were there were nipples everywhere. <laughs> uh, but so I the think pitch... it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm going to freeze you. What, what was his? He had a, he had a joke that. Oh man, I don't remember. It, it, stupid pun. Anyway, so the the pitch for this movie was Romeo and Juliet with zombies. One of the names was going to be Kurt and Julie, or Mortal mm-hmm. Zombie, which I, I don't care for. But Kurt and Julie, I don't think, is enough because you're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just a drama. Can can we also just mention that the soundtrack was recorded at the Nut Ranch? <laughs> the what? It was, it was called the Nut Ranch. Oh. That's where Barry Goldberg did his thing? Apparently. He actually did Adventures in Babysitting, Forrest Gump. He's got... <gasps> Love Adventures quite, in Babysitting. Yeah, so good! <laughs> quite the resume, that guy. So, yeah, the Nut Ranch. I guess that's where he hangs out. Ha <laughs> ha, hangs out. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm like kind of hanging out of these shorts. So, anyway. Oh, my. <laughs> I guess we could just jump right into it. Uh, I guess we jump right into it. So we have Return of the Living Dead 3. Uh, we should probably drop the uh, spoilers right there. Spoilers ahead. Oh, yeah. We were spoiling the shit out of it. I think the cover spoiled it. She dies? Oh, my God. Shit. So anyway, Brian Yuzno? Is that how you say it? Yes. Yuzno? Yuzno? Sure. He did Society. Anyway. If you know anything about the shunting. Same oh guy. God. <laughs> the shunting. <laughs> also very romantic. <laughs> not as not as much as this oh. one. I, I would say this is probably the most romantic no. <laughs> movie in cinematic history. Totally. If if, totally if the, the most romantic relationship is very toxic. Yeah, that's true. Put it up ahead of the notebook in romantic. You know. I, I don't think the notebook is yes. necessarily that romantic either. This guy was a stalker. Yeah, isn't that what everyone like says? I don't and know. then he like. He, he I've holds a pillow over her head at the either. end and, and snuffs her out, doesn't he? I didn't see I, it. I don't know if that's what happens. That's For uh, Valentine's Day last year, we actually rented <laughs> out uh, AMC and, and saw it. Well, now, that well, was romantic. That is romantic. Nice job, Mike. <laughs> I am the man. Anyway. So, like, right off the bat, like the they have, like, the credits... Uh, credits ooh, rolling ooh. with like a scene like within the letters. Yes. What <laughs> of basically? I mean, of a scene that we'll see almost to the at the end of the movie. Because I'm trying to like look at it. And I'm like, what? I I what didn't is... see what the hell it was. I saw that there was something happening, but I was like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, when that scene actually happened, and when I'm like, oh, that was a thing in the mm. beginning. Yeah, I thought that was a cool touch. You yeah. can, like, just cut. You're like, what is happening? Ooh, that looks kind of upsetting. Like, what's going on? And the music is all, like, I like you the know? Roman numeral <laughs> three, kind of like scratched in a little little blood. The claw yeah, marks. that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say that, Barry, you fucking slipped up. No trioxin theme here. <laughs> you no had what? one job. <laughs> That's what happens at the Nut Ranch. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so we're at some sort of like an Army Air Force base that kind of looks like something on the Death Star inside. It was like a bunch of Um, like shipping containers welded together. (laughs) Yeah, but just like the outlet, like the hallways and things like that, it looks like it was like on a spaceship, like something out of Star Wars. I would guarantee that that set was used for something else. Well, it probably was. Uh, So they're 
they're wheeling a body that's like under under a sheet. Uh, we meet Colonel John Reynolds. Uh, he was played by Kent McCord. He's basically a military guy in every random movie. Yeah, and then he he, he meets up with uh, Colonel Peck, who is. Uh, I spent like four days trying to figure out who this guy was. I'm like, I've seen him. Like, why have I seen him? And then it clicked that he's the father from Charles in Charge. Oh. Oh. Because I did the same thing. I'm like, this fucking guy. And then I looked through his credits real quick and I was like, oh, Knight Rider, that must be it. Knight Rider. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm like, why does he look so familiar? And I'm like, he was in Charles in Charge. Charles in Charge. (laughs) Actually, he was also. (laughs) But he was also in. Parts one and two as like random zombies. What? Like oh, that fine. actor? No. That's Bill. He was no, no, he no. Was a zombie? No, no, no. You are wrong, my friend. You are thinking of oh, Brian no. Peck, not Colonel Peck. So Brian Peck played the ballistic technician in this. He's, oh, he's in that's the first right. okay, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Scuzz in part one, and he played a couple All random right. zombies in part two. Most notably, the Michael Jackson lookalike zombie. And actually, if you read that trivia bit on IMDb, they spelt his name Brain. Brain. So it says it says Brain Peck. Brain. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so they're they're bringing this body in, a dead zombie, and they're discussing. Basically, they want to make like an exoskeleton for these well, things. Well, no, the woman to use Colonel right. Sinclair, Sinclair wants to do that. Colonel the other Sinclair, guy wants yeah. to go with a more humane approach. To creating sure. zombies. Very humane. <laughs> Very humane. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yes. Um, Sinclair, she's like, she wants to basically use these for military purposes. Well, that's what they're and doing. They're trying freeze- to weaponize the zombies. Right. And then freeze them up and put them away till you need them again. Yeah. Is basically what they want to do. You know, she's like knocking the security after, like, uh, Reynolds, he like misplaced his key card, which obviously... He did not misplace it. Uh, you know what happens when uh, I misplace like asked, my key card? They don't let me on campus. Or you're like, yeah, you like get him. fired. Like I was right. told if I lost my like my keys to work at the bowling alley, like basically they they'd fire me on the spot. That's a bowling alley, not a place where they store frozen zombies. Yeah, bioweapons. Right. <laughs> Security's a little lax around there. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, they go through that whole thing, and we have. A bunch of kids hanging out at a beach doing their stupid shit. And one of them is Reynolds' kid, Curtis. Well, he, pull, he pulls off his key he pulls up. And I got to say, he's definitely an outsider. And I felt like, like from this scene that he's getting used by Julie. I kind of yes. got that. So she's sitting there with her hand. She's got the lighter up to her hand. So it's like, oh, she's a bad girl. She's got an oversized leather jacket. <laughs> I can only assume is her skinhead ex-boyfriend's because there's an iron cross on one of the sleeves. Yeah. And he he just looked too hokey to be hanging out with this crew. Well, he's new to the area. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and maybe... You know, I, I think you're you're selling her a little short, Mike. Well, I I don't know if she was this using was him. My first impression. <laughs> so well, anyway. my first impression ever was like, oh my goodness, I want to be this girl. I remember being younger and watching it on TV and just being like, wow, she is dressed exactly the way that I want to be dressed, and she's badass. I was so excited, wanted to be how, her so that's bad. That's how you're dressed now. <laughs> yeah, we, we both sure. lived out that dream. <laughs> we did short shorts for life. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he pulls out the key card, shows her that, you know, that he that he grabbed it. And so they're going to some sort of test at 6 p.m. They have a half hour to get there. The yeah. friends are kind of disappointed that they're not going to go hang out at Club Kill. Yeah, I mean, that sounds kind of fun. Disappointing. Does sound like a killer time. Very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like you said, it's 5.30, so they got to they gotta take off. They got to get there. And, you know, they, they roll the body into that white room or whatever the hell you call it. Uh you see the vats of uh, the two, four, five trioxin, and I swear to God, like it, this dude looked like Freddy. Uh, yeah. The cool looking the zombie. zombie. So man. they actually found this guy. He was a homeless guy, hanging around yeah. the airport, and they're like, "Yeah, did okay. you?" I also read like I guess he was like asking for all this shit. Like, oh yeah, he wanted like, a filming. limo, and they had to keep him up in a hotel <laughs> just so they could find him to bring him to the set, and the uh, the makeup guy uh, can't can't think of his name he was uh married to Linnea Quigley for a little bit but he said it was great having this guy because we didn't really have to use a lot of makeup on him he already looked dead (laughs) it's like damn that's that's rough (laughs) I wonder if he felt bad because he couldn't fill out his little uh one of those that looks like a slingshot or whatever the thing thing he was wearing (laughs) yeah so there's a funny story about that that they're talking about like so yeah his cup part was very like (laughs) I, I was like, Jesus, this junk's going to fall out. And apparently, it fell out a lot. They're like, yeah, it's, it's homeless cock again. Every time they moved him around, homeless cock. And it's just like, oh, God. Oh, man. But, but yeah, no, he, he definitely had a resemblance to, to Freddy from part one and two. Yeah, as in he looked like a burned corpse. Yeah, kind of yeah. sort of. I think it was He's the very hair. Very yellow. I think it was the hair. Yeah, he was super yellow. <laughs> yeah. I guess they were going to use the trioxin to fight the war on marijuana, which th- that made me chuckle. That, there's actually a callback <laughs> to that in part five because they start selling trioxin as like a party drug. <laughs> yeah, I never saw four and five. Oh, I never saw it either. I just saw the preview. <laughs> It's like, oh. <laughs> I think I saw the poster for it. It's like Rave to the Grave or something like that was yes, the tagline. And, yeah. and you have... Uh, Tar man trying to hitch a ride to the party. It's like party or bust or some shit. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh, once once it brought back the dead, they knew they'd never be able to, you know, like destroy the the, the zombies or whatever. Uh, Those so damn potheads. We're going to have to find another way to <laughs> combat them. So... Kurt and Julie show up on the motorcycle. He's just like, hey, I'm going to go see my dad. And he's like, okay, go ahead. Just come on in. It's totally fine. It, We're it, not making bioweapons. It's fine. Come on in. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Just go. And uh, she uh, she has to, like, lick the oh, car oh, to get okay. so, the so thing before, to, like, work. Well, you, dude, you got to lick it before you stick it. But he tries the card and it doesn't <laughs> work. And for some reason, she thinks to lick the key card. Yeah. It's all in the tongue. <laughs> That's how you get COVID, girlfriend. I did, there is <laughs> this, this random funny key video of, of this woman trying to uh, pump gas, and she can't get the nozzle in. So she spits on the nozzle and kind of strokes it, and then it goes right in, and her husband oh. is like there. And he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that's, that's, that's something. That uh, is so, something. <laughs> so uh, they... You know, they go inside and 
they walk by like a room with um, Sinclair is like drilling like into an arm. I think she was like erecting one of the exoskeletons or whatever. Yeah, they're just doing random tests behind curtains. Yeah. 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 And then like, throwing they... body parts into a um, incinerator. The heck. You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> I was like, what is that word? <laughs> but uh, they, they get into this this room. There's a bunch of metal crates. Like, you know, they have a guard going around making his rounds. Now, those those crates didn't seem too tall. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they would have noticed if somebody was on top of one of them. It was a shipping Just... container, basically. They're taller than you think. I mean, they had to climb a ladder to get to the top. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. I felt like he probably could have seen them. Or just heard them tip-tapping around it's up just there, It's kind of like when you're at Framingham High School and the police are searching with a spotlight and you're on the roof and you just kind of lay down and just don't move. Oh. Mission oh. Impossible your oh. way back to Norm's yeah. house? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I just made it up. That never happened. Never. Nope. nope. Didn't happen. So, anyway. So they can they can see through, like, Kurt and Melinda... Um, Melinda. Uh, Julie can see through the like this plexiglass so they're kind of seeing what's going on in the yeah, I love it. she's like ooh it's airtight I wonder what's going on there and you can see the crack at the bottom <laughs> like where it moved I'm like yeah. oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> no containment <laughs> they have they have the test subject all strapped up and like electroded or whatever they're peeking in and like the, I guess they they confirmed that like he's dead. He's they're now exposing him to the Which trioxin. Was, all right. So the reason they go, they go about testing if the trioxin works kind of is a plot hole from the first two movies because they're like, oh, he's got a flat line, no heartbeat, and then he has a heartbeat all of a sudden. But no one had a heartbeat. Remember the the guys, uh, Freddie. Even like in the movie itself, it's because she ran. You know, spoiler alert, she comes a zombie, obviously. But, um, you know, later on she talks about how she can't yeah. feel her heart beating. So so why is his heart beating? Uh, may, maybe it just kicks back in for a second. It also maybe. seemed like when they kind of uh, exposed him to all of that, his nose was really gross. And then his yeah. nose started to bleed, too. So it was like, I don't know, maybe using that opens it up for them or he something. He also got a zomboner. <laughs> <laughs> got to fill out that... Uh, that cup there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's he's ba- so, he's basically just immediately reanimated. Julie starts like freaking out, and it seems like like the like the zombie can like sense them or like he saw. Yeah, them even though he's got like the blind eyes, he looks up and like sees her, and she's like, "Ooh, yeah." My dog has those blind eyes, and he definitely can see still. So maybe it's just a little fuzz, fuzzy, foggy. <laughs> and uh, one one person grabs this like huge, fucking, like pneumatic gun. Like you have to hook up something like the, the air compressor. The gun, yeah, that's then, Brian Peck. Yeah, and then put you know puts the dart or whatever it is that they that they use like liquid and nitrogen, square. like yeah. capsule. Even though it's like they're keeping it in a suitcase, whatever it is, y- you can see like his face freezes. Yeah. yeah. Hits him square big... in the target that's drawn, like, on his head. Kind of like this target. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that one. It's it pub- is kind of cumbersome, you know? Like, if you're going to put these things out on the battlefield against marijuana smokers, <laughs> you'd think you'd want to have more uh, 
easy way to take them out instead of being like, okay, I got to hook it up to this thing. I got to put this thing in there. I got to wait until it goes boop, boop, boop. It, it, it reminded me of like something from like the Revolutionary War where like mm. you have to like, you shoot like one like musket ball and then you got to like, you know, like, yeah. get the thing out. Gotta tamp it. No, this is just the testing phase. Like this has to still go through the FDA and, you know, all sorts of red tape. They're just trying shit out. Yeah, no, I get it. That's They're fine. trying on clothes without tags to see what fits. Yeah, so he, he basically, like, his head freezes and all that stuff, and now he's a flatliner. <laughs> Everyone thumbs up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, so, obviously, like, Kurt and Julia are like, what the fuck? And well, no, like, she he drops says her... what the fuck. He's like, oh, that's, she's that's like, my yes. dad. And she's like, yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, she fucking loved it. Like, Let's go fuck now. And she, of course, like she drops her pin, which the guard hears that, you know. So Not they, them they talking. Escape. He, he literally no. hears a yeah. pin drop. Yeah. So they escape out of the room. So essentially, like I said, like the plan is to like freeze them up, crate them away until they need them. Uh, Sin- uh, Sinclair agrees it's hard to argue with the results. And at this time, one guy is getting his hand bitten because he decided to stick it into the dude's mouth. Yeah, that was yeah. that Amateur was not hour. smart. And I gotta say, they're all, they're all busy like high fiving and uh, like grab assing that they don't notice what's happening in the room they're supposed to be watching. And, and they tell yeah. us about uh, electricity from the neurons. That's why they crave brains. And and they're like blah 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 blah. And everyone's dying in front of them. Blood splattering yeah. everywhere yeah so clearly it didn't work and then like he gets like it was it stabbed repeatedly with a scalpel and smashed to death like he just said while the guy's like trying to load the weapon he's just like yeah so the zombies just, like smashing the smart yeah using tools go yeah. zombie <laughs> yeah yeah so, but then I just kept thinking, I'm like, it takes way too long to load that fucking thing. Yeah, and then you miss. Totally. The guy misses, and it looks yeah. like a paintball, like a blue paintball behind him. Like, I, I mm. don't know what the chemical is that they're using. I think they referred to it as acid at one Freezing point. Freezing acid? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Movie yeah, magic. I, I mean, I guess we shouldn't <laughs> rip apart every science-y thing in this movie. They're not scientists. Oh, no. Can't, can't just put a lab <laughs> coat on an asshole and be like, you're a scientist now. I feel like they've done that. Oh, yeah, I wear a lab coat at work. There you go. Okay. So anyway, so they strap him down again, uh, but they forgot about uh, Dr. Swiss Cheese down like on the floor, and he reanimates and takes a giant bite out of like the other doctor. It didn't hold! Uh, oh, the calf. Yeah, right in the calf. And so oh. they're, like, they're like, seal the room, fuck them all. Yeah. Yeah, I like how they close. They did a close up on the guy's head and all the uh, foam from the, I guess, yeah. the zombie spit. I don't know. It was like, and then he's like drooling, and it's all this yeah. gross, viscous, bleh, the yellow stuff coming out. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they they left him to like fend for himself, and you know, I, he takes down like the doctor, and of course, Colonel Peck wants an answer. I have a phone call with Washington right now. What do I tell them? <laughs> tell them we're fucked. Uh, tell them that, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. Everything's great. Oh, we're fine. It's we're fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. You're fine. We're all fine. 
<laughs> uh, back at the house, looks like we have a uh, an intimate setup going on with some Claytown troop playing in the uh, background. Yeah, I was well, trying to figure out the music that he listens to. There's some like random posters. There's an L7 poster. Um, I yeah. could not, for the life of me, figure out what the fuck his shirt said. It was like dying breed or dirty blood or something <laughs> in between. If anyone knows. Yeah, yeah, it was written in, yeah, it was written in like Norwegian black metal. Like, like yeah, <laughs> 80s heavy metal <laughs> font. Where it's basically just like scribble that make mm-hmm. words. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's a intimate for now, but she won't shut up about the zombie Oh my God, yeah. So, which, so they, mean, they just finished having sex and she's like, oh. Wasn't it incredible? He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, gives himself a high five. And she's like, the way they shot that zombie in the face. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's what put you over the edge? Yeah, it's like, did, girl, what? shut up. I'm trying to take you to pound town. Come on now. <laughs> it's like, oh, did you did you remember that? Try not to. Yeah, right. Yeah, pretty much. It must be terrible to be dead. That's kind of the fun thing I like about this series is that you get that view from the zombie like how do they really feel because i feel like every other zombie movie it's just this like you know raw brains yeah. and like with this you know you feel like it's like in the first it one hurts to be with the dead. zombie yeah it hurts and like yeah it's awesome i love it <laughs> yeah uh so kurt doesn't seem to care about his dad or anything that he's doing yeah they're planning uh, on like, running away oh no they're not planning on running away right. yet but he does say to her that he's never going to let you go, ever. Very serious two-month relationship that they've had. Well, we don't know how long their relationship. <laughs> we know that he's been there for six months. Yeah. Six so months, obviously, yes. okay. it's not so. six months. It's some span shorter than that. I'm just speculating wildly. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dad comes home, and uh, time to get dressed because you know you don't want to be indecent. And he's like, "Oh, we got to talk." Alone, in his office. Away from that fucking bitch. Uh, So he's going to be relocated to Oklahoma City. Uh, They just got there six months ago. Kurt's like, I'm not fucking going. And he's like, well, yeah, we're both going. We're leaving in a week. He's like, no, we're not. You know what? I put up with a lot of your shit. I let you get a motorcycle. I put up with your fucking fancy dreams of being a rock and roll drummer. Even that bitch you hang out with. How old is he supposed to be? Do you guys know? He's 17. Be, I mean, they got to be out of high school, right? 17, yeah. Oh, 17? I'm guessing. Yeah. He has to be young enough. Yeah. He's got to be young enough that his dad's like, yeah, you're not staying by yourself. Yeah. Like, hello. So. Yeah. And then he pulls out the ultimate dick move where he just goes, you never acted like this when your mother was alive. Yeah, low blow. Now, does he say alive? Does he specifically say that? I thought he said here because I was like, oh, well, we're on oh, no. a, yeah, alive. Yeah, I thought I was pretty sure he said alive. And then they never talk about the mother again. I mean, obviously. Nope. They do at the end. Do they? do they? Yeah, they do at the end. Yep. Sorry, I just watched it today. Oh, wait. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they so they take off. They're on the bike. Meanwhile, she's like all grabby grabby while he's trying to, you know, ride the motorcycle, which uh, doesn't seem like he's able to keep that too steady. No, he I mean, it was already a reckless drive. And she's like grabbing his crutch. Yeah. I also like how before they left the house, he was like, I got a pack and just grabs his drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is essential. Must have these. That just goes to show you he's a drummer. Career. 
Yeah, very serious. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so he obviously can't focus on two things at once. And so the truck's coming from the other direction and he skids off to the side and Julie just hits a fucking telephone. She got hereditary. Squaw in the chest. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say that, Mike. Her head. The words out of my mouth. I swear it was the same set. (laughs) Uh, Probably, yeah. You know, they were way ahead of their time making, you know, telephone poles scary. (laughs) But her head stayed on. Come on. She didn't even hit her head. Well, she did hit her head. It was like all chest. She hit her head. (laughs) Yeah, her face went. Yeah, it was definitely (laughs) like a 90 degree angle. I thought she just kind of hit it flat like that, and like her head missed. She broke her neck. It was just like all chest. Either way, she did. She did. She did not make it. (laughs) She did. So, like, he's a little bit banged up, but she's dead. Also notices the key card. Now, did she have that on her? Or he just didn't get a chance to put it back yet. I couldn't tell. I think she had it. Yeah, so that made... Yeah, I think she still had it. So that's it. sketchy. Cause yeah, because I think he a... said something when they were in the bedroom. Like, I have to, like, you got to, like, give me the card back. Oh, I thought he said I have to put it back. So I thought maybe oh. she stole it. Yeah, oh, they kind of ran out of there, you know, quickly. You know, trying to get away from her, with uh, from his dad and stuff. I don't know. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I am a Julie Stan. Oh, I am too. I just... <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the ins and outs of their relationships. So, yeah, he he sees the key card and then all of a sudden he turns into Gru where he's like, light bulb. And I thought this next part was hilarious how he kind of weekend at Bernie'd her (laughs) to his back. Okay, how does this happen? How like how do you like... You just do. go to see my dad again. It's not my dead girlfriend. She's do, fine. She's sleepy. Just, We're just gonna go in. It's good. He's got a rope he's tied to her hand. He like first. Oh, look, she's waving to you. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you got to put her on the bike first, and then like, how does how do you get on the bike and then like prop her up? And he he, uh, just... he piggybacked her. He tied her to his his back, and now she's a backpack. Okay. All right. Well, either way. So, yeah, he props her up on the bike, right, you know, rides through security. He's like, yeah, 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 go on through. Uh, Sneaks in and happens upon Colonel Sinclair. Oh, this is when he notices Colonel Sinclair drilling into the thing. I thought it was the first time. Yeah, yeah. uh, Drilling into, like, a severed arm and, uh, like, the hand's, like, moving. And she's like, who's out there? I see someone out there. I'm busy screwing in here. Come on now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So he picks Julie up carries her into like the contained room like a guard is heading that way uh kurt puts on the hazmat suit grabs a grabs a container with a with a zombie in it and releases but, like the trioxin to bring and it did back. you notice how he couldn't figure out how to work the valve on the barrel so he's like hey, you know what i'm just gonna pry it open and just open the whole thing up totally fine let's at, let at least he put on like the yeah, whole right. hazmat suit and the gas mask he did forget to tape his wrists like the people in the first scene had, though. I like the detail. Yeah, yeah so not realizing he's trying to bring her back, not realizing realizing that she's going to be like a zombie version. Uh, the container lid is now like moving and Julie wakes up and she has no clue what's happening. No, she goes, like, she's just what does like, she say? That was incredible. Let's do it again. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? What are you wearing? (laughs) She says she feels numb. Her neck hurts. Well, probably because it just snapped in half, I guess. And her neck is like going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Starts to explain 
But then the container topples over, and obviously, they got to bounce. Uh, they let out a, uh, a melty zombie, and they lock him in the lock him in that room. Oh, that zombie was cool. I yeah. love that zombie. Yeah. <laughs> that <was> awesome. Now, <laughs> this is where like Julie is saying she can't feel her heart, and Kurt lets out the bad news. Now it's like ah, so this thing happened. You died, and you're dead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't see, like, the zombie rampage, so he didn't realize just how bad the situation could now, get. Now, they did notice that, I mean, maybe because he looked horrible to begin with and then came back that they thought that this was a good idea. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. The implications of bringing someone back with trioxin. Now, I gotta ask, if either of you died, would you want to be brought back? No. <laughs> It sounds terrible. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Just leave I mean, me alone. Unless there's some, some sort of... Well, first of all, how old am I? And, like, where right are now, we technology-wise? No, no, Can they this bring is me... right now. Right now, the roof collapses and a beam crushes your skull. Ugh, definitely not want to come back like that. At least if you break your neck like Julie did, you come yeah, back just intact. Just like a, a bobble head, nice. Jeremy. Yeah, no, 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 I think I'm oh, good. I'm coming back. No. If someone said you could be a vampire, I would come back as a vampire. Zombie? Mm, no. I think either way. Vampire? Yeah, you yes. still come back. Zombie? Yes. So yeah. j just so my uh, last will and testament, trioxin, please, yes. You know, what is it? Do not resuscitate? Please trioxify me. <laughs> so yeah so like now this other zombie like buzz through which almost is like sinister laughing like at I don't know that's what it sounded like to me it's like he was fucking laughing at him uh, mm. buzz through like attacks them uh, they escape but are caught by a guard who's then attacked by the zombie and now we have a sector 12 containment breach can we talk about that zombie a little more like okay so the part where uh, the zombie kind of decides, oh, I need my arm back because his arm's like melted to his chest and he <laughs> decides to rip it and the whole side of his face comes off and there's like a nerve from his eyeball that stays attached to the part that got ripped off. So all that stuff happened and I guess the um, the actress Melinda Clark didn't know what was going to happen. So the whole thing does that and that scream that she lets out is real because she like didn't know that was going to happen. She was like, what the fuck? See, I, th <laughs> like, I thought the zombie was awesome. super cool. The special effects on this were awesome. They mm. actually, on IMDb, yeah. put that as a goof, saying that that was a string. Although I thought it was a nerve, oh. and I thought it looked awesome. Me too. Same. And it's like that through the whole movie. Later on, he comes back, and it's still like, yeah, People like to hate on <laughs> it's great. everything. While looking through security, Reynolds uh, sees his son took his badge, and uh, so they put out an APB on the bike and a containment squad uh there's only so much time before like her brain will shut down so until then there's enough of a uh connection between the two of them that she won't eat him you know eat, yeah and then she's like if she attacks him he becomes like her I'm like okay bitch we get how fucking zombies work Sinclair's the worst. And then she was like, I need to take over. And they were just like, no, actually, we want to leave John in charge, even though he definitely fucked up and is emotially involved in this. But that's fine. You don't take control yeah, until Yeah, Colonel tomorrow. Peck is like, bitch, <laughs> hold off. Like, we're going to try to cover our asses here. 
Yeah. So uh, now they're 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 on the run now. Uh, she's freaking out and she's hangry. And did, so That's so there's an APB out on his motorcycle. <laughs> they're driving the motorcycle. There's a cop right behind them, and I'm like, oh fuck, they're getting pulled over. Nope, he takes a left. He's like, no, fuck that <laughs> shit, man. I ain't dealing with that. This is in L.A., right? Is this where it's supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, so they're in they're in I South Central. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, supposedly. Yeah, so apparently these are the days where adults hang out at 7-Eleven. Uh, this was the nerdiest gang rip-offs. ever. They're playing Street Fighter, and like the chick is like, <laughs> can we go? He's shut up, bitch. If we listen to you, he never would have made it to level seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what an yeah. interesting convenience store. It had, like, it was like a liquor store, kind of. That's what and it was, then, like, March later Liquor. On, the van looks... Yeah, and then uh, it looks like the van, it said, like, call 1-800-THIRSTY or something. So, what, they're delivering alcohol? I don't know. That was and hilarious. A, yeah, and they got a <laughs> 1-800-DRINK-UP. Very weird. Ah, yes. there we go. Yeah, it was drink-up. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so they go in, and she's, like, just housing donuts and... Ding dongs and don't you ever feed her essay? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know he gets into it with with the guys, or yeah, and like the owner goes over to break it up and like he you know he pays him for the. Food. Did you notice? So so this yeah. is like the most recognizable face in the movie was uh, I don't know if it's he's listed as store owner, but the place is called Mark's Liquor. It didn't exactly look like a Mark. That is Dana Lee. Who is in fucking everything? If there's an Asian man, he's in that fucking movie. <laughs> he's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's always given Larry David shit. He was in Pineapple Express. He was in Rambo, First Blood 2. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of, a lot of other shit. Wow. But yeah. I knew so he familiar. straps up and then he's like, take it outside, motherfuckers. And then they rob him. Did him dirty. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah the, uh, yeah, the other guy is uh, robbing the store. And end up shooting the clerk. He shot the clerk. Yeah, there was a little struggle for his gun, Same. and he kind of shoots himself in the gut. Yeah. And then they kick him. Like, you already shot him, and then you're going to kick him in the stomach. Like, poor guy. And on the way out, Julie decides to bite one of the guys. Yum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, loves the taste of it. So. Oh, yeah, mm. she's like, like, it was like finger looking good. Yeah. Yeah, the look on her face, she's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, the gang, the gang then like shoots his bike and like kicks it over. Uh, they get into a van, like you said, it's one eight hundred drink up, and uh, the owner, the, the shot owner, like jumps like on the hood of the car, hey, or the van. Hey, give me a ride to the hospital. And then, <laughs> and then the cops are goes, no wait, I go with them. Yeah, I know, right? He's like, fuck you guys, like your bitch is crazy. <laughs> let me out. Yeah. Uh, so they let uh, they let Reynolds know that uh, they found a son. Uh, in the van, she's still hungry, and she takes her pin and then pricks herself. Uh, repeatedly. Like, yeah. that was just painful. Like, she's just like, stab, 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 stab. And it's like right in the, like, meat of her, in between her thumb and her forefinger. Yeah, Whoa. so she's using pain to alleviate her pain. Uh, we'll talk a, a little Correct. about that later, but yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, so uh, the guy in the back, uh, like, the owner he just wants to kind of get the fuck out and um yeah so he sticks his head out the window and takes a bullet to the yeah, head he's like help me yeah, he help got... me pop yeah he got jfk no. <laughs> yeah, too it, soon it, it, too soon that was too 1963 soon? dude 
so so anyway, so they shoot him, and you see the bullet hole, and he falls over. But like the next time you see him, it, it it's like the dome of his stadium came off, which yep, did yep. look cool. Uh, so it did yes. look very cool. It really did. Uh, so like they're caught on a in a dead end. Uh, Julie gets out the back and starts like eating the guy, and it's like ooh brains brains. I yeah. love Kurt, that. Kurt stops her. Uh, cops catch up to the, uh, the drink up van and uh, give their warnings. No one is like in the front, and uh, Zombie Chan bursts out from the back and uh, gets. Uh, it was a couple of the cops, I believe, right? I think yeah, he killed. Was. He killed one of the cops. Yeah, it's two cops. They open the. Yeah, the yeah, cops are in the back, back doors. Yeah. Yeah. With a tire iron, I think. Yes. I think that's what that yeah, was. And Kurt um, and Julie so, are gone. Yeah, so, but also, yeah, with his half head, takes out, like, the other cop. And you see the man, uh, the, the manhole just kind of closes <laughs> like they're Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Right? And those, those things, things are heavy. Are I feel like you guys have talked about yeah, this they, before. Yeah, there's a yeah, tool that they used to pry those open yes. That's what the yeah. three marks Sharon one time, she was trying to be a good Samaritan and put one back in place because she saw oh, it was hell like, oh, for no. whatever reason, she broke her fingers. <laughs> She broke like two of her fingers. I was like, "Girl, just leave it alone." <laughs> yeah, they're they're like over a hundred pounds, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're meant to stay totally. in the in the street. It's true. Yes. It's true. So, uh, so yeah, the containment squad shows up at the last minute. He's uh, the second cop is still alive. Kurt and Julie take off. Reynolds sends out a uh, search party, but doesn't want him hurt. And this is where you see the manhole cover shuts, and she's getting hungrier and hungrier and. Julie finds a spring to, like, cut herself with because she says the pain Now, helps. this was one of those moments where I was like, oh, my. Like, it was too much. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, it definitely, like, popped through. And I was just Yeah, and Whoa. then she's twisting also, it in. Yeah, I've also realized after I watched the uh, Blu-ray copy that I got of it that it was the director's cut. So when I was younger and watching this movie, it wasn't as gory or they like kind of finesse the gore because they were trying not to get the NC-17 rating. So watching it now as like the director's cut, I was like, holy shit, like this is like graphic. And I was watching it with Nick and he was just like, this is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, sorry, (laughs) it's homework. (laughs) No, no, this is fun. This is romance. Come on. (laughs) So Kurt's kind of angry now where he's like, how could you eat that guy? And, and uh, is this course, she, she goes, it's your fault, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, it she, is his fault. She, she blames him, and he comes back with that she's disgusting, and, like, I was just helping you. Like, that, that was what I was trying to I do. I wish you could go back to the way you used to be. Oof. Yeah, ouch. See, this is yeah. where it gets into that, like, <laughs> toxic relationship type of thing. It's like he's in love with the, the fantasy, the idea of her being alive. But now that she's alive again, he's like, well, I, you know, I don't know if I can hang out with a zombie. <laughs> yeah, so she she runs away. He goes after her. And another person from under the bridge, like, uh, hears. And Julia's up top, look like a, of like this bridge, and looks like she's gonna jump. Yeah, she's gonna jump into the aqueduct. Yeah, uh, Kurt's trying to talk her down. Not exactly doing the best job. Uh, apologizes. Kind Don't of, jump. Sort of. Please. He takes out an acoustic guitar. He starts playing. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. Who's who's it? Third Eye Blind. 
Yeah. Step back from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> and then it's like the whole, I liked you before I fucked you up kind of thing. And she jumps into the water. He chases after her. And this, uh, river, the river man, I yes. believe, is his actual credit, uh, is like walking towards Kurt. And the gang drives up. And the like the cop was it uh, Santos? So Santos is the the leader yeah. of the gang, and that's a nice 1972 Ford Gran Torino. It was a nice car. Very nice. Yeah. yeah so Very like they're scary. thinking that the cops are all all there because of the little incident, and uh, Mogo is getting kind of like uh, fucked up in the back because he got bit. Maybe the bitch had rabies. Let's go get her instead of taking our friend to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're bent <laughs> on revenge. So, like, Santos, like, so like you said, the lead guy, now he wants to fuck Kurt and the bitch up. Yep. I hate that he calls her the bitch constantly. That's super annoying. Like, you don't even know her, man. I'm calling her a bitch. Oh, he doesn't nice. know her name. <laughs> and okay. she so did take a chunk <laughs> out of his friend's arm. True. I mean, I, I might call her a bitch, With too. no backstory. I mean, he has no background. He Like, he has got nothing to go on. I think he was calling her a bitch before she did that, though. <laughs> He's like, don't you feed your bitch? <laughs> oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think that's just what he calls ladies. Not nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, the river man approaches Kurt, and he's, like, spouting some craziness about rivers swallowing people. and um, Orleans. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ah, so Kurt, you like, sure she wants to him. be found? Look like she jumped. Looks like she done jumped on purpose. Yeah, he speaks the truth. He reminds me of uh, Old Man Marley from Home Alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even nah. the waiters and everything. <laughs> uh, so Kurt finds her. Uh, Riverman tells her to leave her be. Ain't no one deader than that. Yeah, and then she gets up and he's like, she did. <laughs> Yeah, She very did. Uh, she wakes up and is clearly miserable. Like, she's not dead. She's not alive. Uh, she wants no part of this. And Kurt is determined to make it work because he's just going to force that shit on him, on her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gang- she's even like, why do you keep doing this to me? Like, why? Just let me die. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the gang shows up and they are throwing some nasty gang insults like, hey, your ass is grass. That's pretty bad. That's, that's a bad one. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes me think of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Your ass is grass, and I'm going to mow it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just saw that one the other day, too. <laughs> it's so good. I know we both love that show. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, it's just funny when, like, you know, super tough, like, gangs, and they're like, your ass is grass. Yeah, the dialogue is uh, the something three... in this movie, for sure. So the three of them head for the tunnel as the gang gets back in the car. Uh, Colonel Peck reassures... Uh, John, that they are doing their best. Uh, they found their escape route as Colonel Sinclair announces she's taken over and, like, John is now relieved of his duties. I'm going to go out, like, he's, I'm going to go after my son. And I love that his boys all follow him. Like, you could tell yeah. he's been yeah. a good leader, so the oh, you're in charge? Fuck off, bitch. Yeah, and he hasn't even been there that yeah. long. Yeah. It's great. He's a good leader. Yeah, so, uh, Riverman, Kurt, and Julie, they're, uh, they're walking through the sewers, and Julie keeps getting these cramps. Uh, she's getting, like, getting stiff. I thought you were going to say she's and, getting uh, her period. 
I think that what? stops when you die. Ah, okay. That, that's. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Wasn't going She's there. She's going but, through the okay. change. Well, that sh- she is. Yeah. But anyway, so the river man leaves them to his home. Which is the Ninja Turtle, unquote, home. like, lair. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it reminded me of. Fucking huge. Just waiting for, like, Master Splinter to, like, come out. Oh, that's what River Man is. River Man is Splinter. He talks like Splinter. Yeah. He's got, like, that weird kind of, like, fatherly advice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, not to bring it back to Home Alone again, but it made me think of Home Alone too with the bird lady. <laughs> she scared little, like, the crap out of me. <laughs> I know she's scary. Like, my God. But then you find out she has a heart of gold. She does. She's a nice lady. <laughs> So, yeah, so bring, like, his his home is like, it's like a pump room or like whatever. You know, it's quite cozy. You know, he made the best of what he has. It's nice. And uh, he asks what their, you know, what their deal is. And he explains the whole story, like, his story anyway. Riverman starts laughing, but says it doesn't sound dumb. If people could bring out what's inside them, they'd be a lot more happy people. Yeah, he wants to be in a band, but he's never been in a band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Riverman says so. <laughs> Riverman sounds like a, a musician. Like a blues yeah. musician. Yeah. I think. And a motivational speaker. Yeah, they call me the Riverman. Yeah. I like how he's saying really nice things, but in a very aggressive like yeah. tone of voice. I know. <laughs> it's like uh it's like the it's like Ollie from Family Guy, where it just like yells at him. It yeah. rain. <laughs> it's like, Yo, good dude. Anyway, so Kurt offers his thanks. And uh, is given a Mardi Gras coin and tells him to pass it along to somebody who needs it. It's like a lucky coin. It was a touching moment. And uh, it was. Uh, Santos and the and the clan head inside the tunnel instead of getting Mojo to the hospital or Mogo. Sorry. <laughs> Mojo. Mogo, Mogo? Mago? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, he needs medical attention and they're just kind of putting that to the side. Julie's starting to shake and she's added a lip piercing. And uh, Kurt reassures her that they will make it to Seattle. So he's going to bring a dead person to, to Seattle. That's the, Nothing says that's the grunge like dragging your dead corpse of a girlfriend on the back of your bike. Julie realizing that like she can't make this work. She's always hungry. She's shivering. She breaks a bottle and stabs herself again to ease the hunger. Feeling a little bit better. She's now getting... Frisky with glass sticking out of her hand. Yeah, she says, when it doesn't yeah, hurt, and, I get hungry. Yeah, and like the when she breaks the bottle and steps on it and then pulls it out of her heel, mm. that was upsetting. I was like, oh, she's just like digging it around like, oh, it's fine. It's no big deal. And then she like turns away and starts like shoving it in her hand. And he's like, what are you doing? She's now, like, I know it's the alleviation <laughs> of pain, but it looks like it's pleasurable for her. She's like. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. It definitely makes her a little frisky. Also, I wonder, should he be making out with a zombie? And do they have sex during the scene? I don't know. I feel like they kind of hint towards it. But it's implied. Because, sure? I mean, they definitely lay with each other. And they, they, yeah, take, they just, take a nap. So she she's calm enough to fall asleep. Yeah. And, well, like... I feel like you would become a zombie if you made out with a zombie or had well, sex. Well, with this a is where like I brought we brought this up in uh, twenty eight days yeah, later. We, we definitely like, talked you know, about having sex like... with, with corpses all the time. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the blood, but, the blood you know, kissing. 
Yeah, the the blood kiss, and it's like, you, okay, like wash your face first. Like, get you know, like how are you not? Yeah, it's yeah but in, in this yeah, case, yeah. there's no washing death off. Mm. True, correct. But a condom so, is definitely suggested. And maybe a dental dam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Julie. <laughs> so the the gang is still searching, and John and the cops finally they find the tunnel. And there's like this freaky montage, and then this is what we saw in the opening credits, I believe, of her just mm-hmm. mutilating herself. I mean, yeah. it's just like intense shit everywhere. Like some of it, like were kind of tough to watch. Yeah. But like the river man, he's like sleeping on the job because I thought he was supposed to be kind of like keeping watch or whatever. And uh, Santos finds him, like trying to, like get where they are out of him, like get their location. Kirk comes out of the door, winging like with a pe- big piece of wood, and uh, things get a little reversed as Santos tells Kurt to uh, like call for her, and um, out she comes looking badass, like yeah, she does. super like piercings everywhere, like ready to like kick some fucking Santos. Yeah, like, she ass. comes out like the poster, the the cover. Uh, apparently, that took six to nine hours. For her oh, to be sure. in a makeup chair. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying that it was like, I actually heard 12 hours the first time. So, like, she was up at 4 a.m. getting all this makeup on her. They didn't even get to shoot until 4 p.m. Then they'd shoot, like, another, like, 10, 12 hours off of that. So they'd be at, like, 26 hours of shooting. Like, it definitely seemed like a rough movie shoot. Uh, got paid real well for the 26 hours, I guess. But other than that, like, it, yeah, it was intense and, you know, insane. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun. Yeah, so just, like, nails, glass, like, shit everywhere. Santos pulls a knife, and he's like, you look like my kind of bitch. Who would say so, that looking at her? Like, oh, like, I would just yeah. be like, okay, you're terrifying. I'm going to yeah, back she away. Look, she Did looks too sharp that, to be sticking y- things yes. near. Lots of sharp edges, yeah. yes. Did you guys notice, so the first time I saw the movie, the, or the first few times I saw it, I didn't realize what she had in her palm, that, like, sharp spike thing. It's a pair of scissors. yeah. That she shoves through her wrist out yes. of her palm, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" And like I, again, like when I saw it the first time, I think it was the non-director's cut, so it wasn't as explicit with it. I think they did a lot of like you know, fuzzy shots and and cutaways and stuff to make it so they didn't get that NC-17. Yeah. Uh, so the two of them, uh, Julie and Santos, they go inside. They shut the door, and um, I feel like a Princess Bride moment here, where it's like, I don't think this is going how you. Th- this isn't gonna go how you think it's gonna go. <laughs> like this, this is never gonna end well. So, yeah. Yeah. and then Felipe uh, shoots River. Uh, Moga is dead now, and Santos is screaming. So you know we got a lot to uh, unpack here. Yeah, and not like the good kind of screaming. No. Yeah, he's not happy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so out comes Julie holding Santos's head, which was awesome yeah he the the whole head on a stick it's like barely it's like barely attached to his like i think it's hanging by a string it's 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 got the whole spine that she ripped out it's so cool yeah the zombies were so cool in this (laughs) oh my Uh, god so cool so like she's like dragging it felipe keeps like shooting and like nothing is working she makes quirk quick work of him and like bites his lip off which (laughs) was another really cool thing 
he like doesn't react at all the way that I think I would react if someone was slowly pulling my lip down past my chin. He's just like, oh no. And it's like, no, yeah. you'd be screaming. This is quite uncomfortable. He's probably in shock. <laughs> it's very realistic. So like the chick uh, like is trying to like climb out and she gets like all like cuts like down her leg. And Kurt stops her, but out comes zombie Mago, who uh, bites the other chick um, that was with the gang. As they go back into Riverman's place, zombie Santos with a small head and spine comes out, which, like, this was pretty fucking cool, too. Uh, Comes out of the water, you know, uh, Riverman's just like, what the fuck? This is not how my day was, like, expected to go. This is why I never have company. That's why we can't have nice things, Mike. No. Uh, so they board up the door, John and, and the crew, they're, like, they're going through like the tunnels, getting closer, and the zombie gang is making their way in, but Julie's getting hungry again. Santo sticks his head in as Riverman knocks it off with a two-by-four. Nice. <laughs> it's home run! <laughs> yeah. They're they're making their way through the, like, the boards, and... Uh, they break one of the pipes and like the steam, like they, like steam goes like right in their face. Yeah, like burning the shit out of them. Kurt tells the River blisters. to, t- yeah. Kurt tells mm-hmm. River to like take, take Julie get out. Reluctantly, he goes as Kurt holds them off. Oh yeah, Riverman was like, I don't want to go nowhere. With <laughs> you crazy? It. Like this is not my like this is not my problem. Like you, this this is your fucking problem here. He was more than nice in this situation. He definitely put himself out there and helped these crazy kids out, and then, you know, it yeah. didn't end well for him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so they break through. Kirk gets away. Uh, getting through another door, he finds Julie almost fully, like, transformed, eating the Riverman. No. No. I love Riverman. I'm so sad that he got nommed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she's still in there, but begging for help. John and, and and crew show up like right on time. They take out the gang. There's just one left, but she's begging him to not leave her. Uh, of course, his dad's telling him to telling her to get you know get away. He knows what he needs to do. John hits her right in the head. It kind of snaps her out of it. She was just like going full on like zombie, yeah. And then she's just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. So. uh now we're kind of back at the base, and sorry, I, I kind Kurt of spaced out. Did you mention how Kurt kind of like stood aside and let yeah. it happen? Uh, did I yeah. say? It? Oh, I don't think I said it, but but yeah, no, he did. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, now, they were talking about that scene and like the um. So I guess that was filmed at like four or five o'clock in the morning. So they're all freaking exhausted. So he was <laughs> like, "Yeah, right after that scene, I just took a forty-five minute nap while they were setting up the next shot because I was exhausted because we were on like hour twenty-five. <laughs> That's nuts nuts yeah but yeah they're 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 back in the base and they're having like a nice father-son chat and like trying to patch things up a little bit and uh asking what's gonna now happen and he just explains that she's part of a bigger project and he says oh we'll we'll go take a a two-week vacation before we we move on and i kind of felt for the dad like the dad's not a bad guy he's just doing his job Mm -mm. right yeah and he's like so upset he lost his wife now he's losing his son possibly losing his son and that is when they talk about her again and he was just like you gotta let her go kid like it it's awful but yeah, you have yeah to. he's like it wasn't easy letting your mom go but 
You're all I have. So, like, now he's he's kind of overhearing, you know, bioweapons. So, like, Kurt sees the room. Oh, someone's yelling at the cat. Uh, so, back at the... <laughs> so Kurt sees the room of uh, barrels of trioxin, like the caged up zombies, Santos, and finally Julie. One doctor explains that this is the weapon system of the future, and uh, he sees Riverman getting fitted for the exoskeleton thing. Yeah. So also kind of lack security there too. Like, oh, let's just let, you know, the kid that caused all of this just walk around willy-nilly and, and yeah, hang yeah, out we'll, with the we'll just, that, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I know you. You're, you're that, that we're guy's doing. son. Hey, check this shit out, man. Uh, but I gotta say, so they, they're putting like the exoskeletons on the zombies and they can use them like kind of like remote control. Why do they need the zombies? Yes. Why don't they just yeah. do the exoskeleton like drones? Then it would be Terminator. Yeah. Not Return of the Living Dead 3. <laughs> so now we have Terminators and zombies. So, yeah, Kurt, the like the smart guy that he is, punches the doctor and lets them out to save Julia. Yeah, Kurt yeah. is just such a bonehead in this whole thing. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, Julie and Riverman are, like, the only people in this movie that have any... And well, maybe his dad, too. It's only sense. No one yeah. else has any sense in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, there's still some human emotion here because Riverman is helping attack the doctor, but, like, gets an arm shot off. Uh, Sinclair blows his legs off, and and he breaks breaks one of the trioxin vats. Um, One breaks open and grabs a doctor and, like, brings him in. Yeah, that was cool. So that was fucking awesome. Yeah, Uh, I like that part, too. (laughs) Kurt shows Riverman the coin. And asks for help one more time. So he, like, he seems to remember, like, he's still yeah, in once there. once he sees the coin, he's like, and, oh, these fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a cool part of it, too, that they talked about that, like, uh, John was saying, hey, there's more to these zombies than what we think there are. And Sinclair's just like, nah, sorry, no. no. Yeah. Nope, just zombies. <laughs> so, yeah, he seemed to remember. It opens the door for them. Uh, Sinclair grabs a shotgun and blows him away, not before a zombie gets her from behind. I love the Riverman's spine just like <laughs> just wiggling back and forth. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kurt's dad is, is looking for his son. Uh, the guard, like he just talked to, like gets eaten by like six six zombies. And Kurt and Julie are, are hiding, waiting for the zombie to go by. Like, he does, but then, like, there was, like, a, a jump scare bite, and Kurt gets bit. Oh, no. Yeah, by the uh, by the barrel zombie from earlier with yeah. the cool eyeball string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so John's holding the door, but Kurt can't go now. He belongs with Julie. Uh, now, this was a nice moment. He's like, you gotta let her go, son. Come with me. And he's... He's trying to save his son in, like, the last moment. Yeah, this was this was a sad, yeah. sad scene. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, he turns on the, the bio-filter lever thing, and there's basically just a huge incinerator. And uh, now they romantically burn themselves together. Yeah. So... Early on in the movie, they talked about how the zombies in the barrels, they were like, yeah, we just didn't know at the time that we couldn't destroy them, but 
they just went into an incinerator. You destroyed them. So... <laughs> exactly. Hmm. <laughs> also, when they were filming that, I guess, uh, obviously they weren't really close to the flames. They had them, like, sitting in between, like, two different frame thing, uh, flame gas flame fires or whatever and when they were doing one of the shots one of the flames like kind of went and like kind of like went at the melinda clark and she was just like oh my god like it got so close to her face she was like holy shit (laughs) just sounded like this entire shoot was just like six weeks of insanity (laughs) yeah very very low budget and they they didn't make their money back not even Mm -mm. close well it was funny because i was uh the Blu-ray that I got had some featurettes on it, and one of them was with, um, what's his name? The actor that plays Kurt Edmund, I think his last name is. Yeah, J. Um, Trevor Edmund. Yes. Yeah. So he was talking about how they did end up doing a theater release to, like, ten theaters, and when they had the opening night that people did show up, but he said that because there were f- there was a fire in Malibu, was it, ni- was it 91 or 93, 93 that this movie came out? I can't remember. 93. So there was, like crazy fires in Malibu so like all of the media people went to film the fires and he said that's why the movie didn't do too well in the oh, movie sure. theaters yeah, that, like, that's mm-hmm. it and not the fact that it was I'm sure. 10 theaters <laughs> yes <laughs> like, so, do, like do the math met, like sorry. how many people can fit in one theater and you times that by 10 yeah. are you gonna get your 2 million dollars back no no is that how much it was that I think budget? so yeah and they, they ended up making 50 yeah. grand I think Ten. Ten <laughs> yeah. grand, I think, yeah. on the opening weekend. So not a home yeah. run. He did. Uh, apparently, he expressed interest in doing a sequel for, like, the events that happened, like, right after this. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. director wanted he, to do another one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two more came yeah, out, was, so, um, I mean, there's a market. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a good point, too. I mean, there's... I was able to buy a Blu-ray copy of this movie, so clearly I, there was an audience out there for it, which he was I think proud of. It, came on home video there there's a cult following to it yeah Yeah. oh of course totally no i I, totally i love it yeah it's so good i remember like when i saw it the first time i was just kind of like how is this existing this is like amazing like to have like a romeo and juliet zombie movie that isn't terrible like it yeah, I was just like, wow, there's other things I need to be watching if this is out there. Yeah, this was the perfect romantic movie <laughs> yeah. for me at the time when I, I saw it. Uh, it's definitely a, zo- what did I say, a rom-zom-com. 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 Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It, it didn't have to be a Return of the Living Dead movie, but I'm glad it is because it, it ends the trilogy nicely. Oh, one other fun fact from the interview with... Um, Shoot, I forget his name again. Edmonds. <laughs> Edmund. Uh, I guess, do you guys remember Ed Koch, like the mayor yeah. of New York? <laughs> yeah. After he was a mayor, he apparently did a weird stint where he was uh, reviewing movies. So he went on Conan O'Brien and reviewed this movie as kind of a joke and was just like, it sucks. So that was something else that the actor was like, yeah, it just, you know, it didn't do well because of Ed Koch's review. And I was like, yeah, that's that, he had a lot of clout in the, the critic community. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the movie is about teenage relationships. So when they first go to the army base, I don't know if you noticed that the section they go in is G-17. Now, that's why I thought that they're 17-year-olds, because it's kind of a, hmm. a weird time in your life where you think you know everything. 
but you don't really know shit. I mean, you're not thinking about the future, even though they're thinking about being together forever. I mean, he's going to be a, a rock and roll star, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you do acid once and you think you've unlocked the secrets to the universe. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely Romeo and Juliet, like 100%. And it's kind of interesting, too, because the actor that plays Kurt also uh, played Romeo in a bunch of theater things, and he was kind of using that as <laughs> He said his, that's, that's like, one of the reasons audition. that he think he got the job is because he's he was used to playing yeah. Romeo. I don't know. I thought the act, like, I mean, considering it's a low-budget movie, I feel like, you know, uh, Melinda Clark was amazing in it. Like, she sold it, you know. She was so good at it, and... Uh, like the part where they reveal her and she's just acting like a cat kind of and then she does like the eyeball open thing like uh, she's just so good in it and he was definitely pretty good in it as well like much better acting than you would expect for kind of a like a, a, movie, a goofy you know? yeah movie. no i didn't yeah. i mean other than like some of the cheesy dialogue like i thought the mm-hmm. acting was was fine yeah and also fun fact melinda clark played julie cooper on uh the oc which is a big favorite of me and uh my friends. <laughs> she was also in Killer Tongue. She was in Gotham, Ooh. Beyond the Grave. She's got a, a lot of credits. She also was in Entourage. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I recently watched. And this, she was act- credited husband. as Mindy Clark. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, interesting. Because after that, like, I only, I mean, when I made the connection watching that, obviously I watched this before I watched the OC because it was many years after that. But um, I realized who she was and I was like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Like, that's the fucking zombie girl. When I I first went on her IMDb, so I go to her filmography, the first thing that's listed, uh, apparently she was in one episode of Swedish Dicks. Oh, oh, okay. What is that? Yep. Yep. Is that NC-17? She was was actually Uh, our horror babe from the first time we had you on, way back when, Midsummer. Woohoo! Oh, that's right. (laughs) That's right. Very true. She was in Spawn also, wasn't she? Uh, that's I haven't seen that that's movie what IMDb forever. said. I don't know because I never saw the movie. I just rocked that soundtrack. The soundtrack, yeah. Mm, yeah, good soundtrack. <laughs> Can't you trip like I do? Great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Although I could do without the techno for whom the bell tolls. I kind of liked it. I didn't. Satan, 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 Satan. Yeah, that, that, that whole thing is just about banger after banger. But we're not talking about Spawn. <laughs> so what, what are you guys giving it? So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give Carry it three. Line. Three brains. I really enjoyed it. It. I mean, it's not your best horror movie out there, but some great zombies. Great, great B movie. Great zombies. Great effects. I'm also giving it three brains. brains. So I'm going to be a bit of a fangirl right now. I am giving it five because I love it so much. You got a over there like, for this movie. <laughs> I sure do. Oh, my God. Like, I just have such good memories of watching it when I was younger and, like, showing it to people. And most of the time they were like, what the fuck is this? But, like, it's just it has a place in my heart. And I just love her so much. I love her entire aesthetic. She looks so freaking iconic. And I wish I could pull off a cosplay of hers. I'm going to try. I'm going to try tomorrow without the full, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, like it, yeah, dream just, cosplay. Just for humility's like, sake, I, I will get uh, pictures taken with my, my little outfit nice. on. Yeah, I'm going to try to go. These, these going up on makeup. Twitter? Hell the fuck no. 
<laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you have permission to definitely send my pictures out for sure. I'll send you some tomorrow. I meant, I'm I meant my short shorts. With me. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> Uh, fan feedback. Uh, typical Instagram fan feedback. Lots of likes, no comments. Yeah, this one actually got a fucking shit ton of uh, likes. Yeah, apparently the, the Twitterverse is better than the Instagram people. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, very much appreciate the like and everything, but, you know, just say something. Tell me it sucks. Tell me it's awesome. Yeah, so I asked <laughs> Give what me people thought of Julie as a zombie. Kev75 gave four hand-up emojis. So he, he likes Julie. The After Dark Podcast Network. Julie is perhaps the sexiest babe in horror. Mm. Uh, Fright For Eternity. Sure. That's my living dead girl. Return of the Living Dead plus Brian Usna with Melinda Clark and Jay Tre- Trevor Edmund. Perfection gif. Uh, the Cult Worthy <laughs> Podcast. It's my fave of the R-O-T-L-D sequels. Whoa. What, what about wow. part two? <laughs> Just kidding. Part two is awesome, though. I, I do <laughs> have to admit, I love them all. Part two, I think, is the first one I saw. Yeah, part three is definitely the first one I saw. Yeah, I think... I think I saw, I think I went three, one, then two. Wow, so you saw the third one first. Damn. Yeah. Same. I, I think, mean, yeah, first, third, and, the, yeah, I think same, Jeremy. I mean, we, we talk about covers. I mean, that one kind of attracted me more than the first one. Okay, mm-hmm. true, true. Uh, I saw each one because it was on TV. So I had seen yeah. two, then I think I saw one. I saw one completely edited. So when I went back and saw it again, I was like, whoa. No, when they're talking about Trash taking her clothes off, she took them off. <laughs> she <laughs> certainly did. <laughs> oh, my. All right. So because it's Valentine's month, we're going to do a special thing. Uh, horror hunk. Okay. So horror hunk of the month. Or should we say the year? Because we only do this once a year. <laughs> is um, Paul Rudd? Um, so first of all, he is fantastic, hilarious, very attractive. Also, might on, be a vampire. Also, auditioned for this movie. <laughs> yes, he would. He what? Yeah. I didn't know oh, that. Man, what? He took my factoid. Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to be Kurt. Wow, that would have made me love this movie even more. I love Paul Rudd. Uh, I, literally, any movie that man has been in, I have loved. Even he is um, so serious. Yes, Clueless is awesome. Oh, I love okay. that. That might have been my first experience with Paul Rudd, actually. My first experience um, was so, Halloween 666. Yes. So, Curse of Michael Myers, yes? Yes. Yep. Did I do that right? <laughs> um, so that, and then, of course, we can also kind of count the most recent Ghostbusters oh, movie. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, which oh, he yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. He, he was like, he was like so us. Good in that movie because he's like a fanboy yes. he's like oh my god you got the yes. trap oh this is so exciting we're gonna bust some <laughs> ghosts bust and make me feel good oh that movie was awesome i also kind of felt like i was emotionally manipulated by that movie which is totally fine <laughs> i guess that's no, a, they, a good movie <laughs> they absolutely delivered in that movie yeah yeah it was it was i think i saw it i 
think I might have seen it opening weekend. I'm not 100%. Or it was the weekend after. And, like, I do not like when people clap at movies. I think it's weird. But <laughs> there was a lot of clapping in that movie theater. Like, you know, anytime somebody showed up that they didn't expect, it was like, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. And also, just to add to the horror, uh, Paul Rudd is a vampire. You know. Yes, you know, we've seen the evidence. Hasn't, like... Yes, he has not aged since Clueless. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's funny because you see that a lot. You see the picture from him back then with today's Time Magazine Sexiest Man of the Year cover, and they're the same guy. He has not aged. Same. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. And he seems like a really nice guy, too, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, he seems pretty cool. He's funny. Yeah. He, uh, I love when he's on Conan. And he goes to show his clip, and he's been doing it for, I think, over 20 years. He was actually on Conan's last episode, and he still played the same. He's like, I know, I do that stupid joke, but, like, you know, because this is the last one. I, like, I really, you know. And then he still did the same Mac and me, you know, like the, the <laughs> kid goes over the cliff, and the alien's just like. <laughs> Great. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Paul Rudd. Cheers. Cheers. So, Horror babe of the month. Christina Ricci. Ooh. Now, obviously, Oof. just recently she was in Yellow Jackets, which I definitely suggest. If I haven't started that yet. Yeah, once you, I don't once you start, I mean, it, goes, it goes quick. Like, I can't believe some people mm. watched it live on Sundays. They're like, oh, no, there's no more Yellow Jackets. I'm like, that's how I feel because I watched it in a week. So she played Misty in Yellow Jackets, kind of, kind of an oddball character, but she she's really good at that and uh, still manages to uh, be very attractive. She's obviously been doing movies for a long, long time. She was Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family movies. Ooh. She was in Fear and Loathing in kind of a uh, mm -hmm. dicey role. She's oh man, she's been in. Fucking everything. Afterlife. She was Vexy in Smurfs 2. She was in Casper. <laughs> Do you guys remember Casper? She did a couple. Oh, yeah. um, she she played uh, Lizzie Borden in a couple movies too. Oh, so she, yeah. So she was yes. in the the movie, and then she was in the series. Yeah, mm -hmm. Lizzie Borden took an axe, and then the Lizzie Borden Chronicles. They had eight episodes. Chronicles. Yeah. She was in Monster. She was in Wes Craven's mm -hmm. werewolf movie, Cursed. Oh, I love Cursed. That movie is so and, good. Uh, Ice Storm. Yep. That, that was a movie where she was trying to step away from her, like, being a kid actor. She's like, I want to be taken more seriously. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, a role that I think Natalie Portman. No. Anne Hathaway. I don't know. Some other actress, mm -hmm. her mom said, you ain't doing that shit. So Christina Ricci's <laughs> like, I'll fucking do it. She's been in yeah, Afterlife. Black Snake Moan, I suggested that movie. There's a that scene a in a front lawn where she can't help but touch herself and it's just like she's a great actress. Let's just let's just say that. Um So I will tell you the picture that sold me was the one of her dressed up as Morticia. Oh yeah, she looked so good. That needs that. to happen. I know. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, so yeah, God. Christina Ricci, cheers. Cheers, girl. Oh, she's a fantastic Wednesday Adams. Mm. Oh, so good. Random fact that I forgot to bring up. So the the writer of the movie I don't know. 
So John Penny wrote the movie Return of the Living Dead 3. But Brian Usna, who did mm-hmm. Society, uh, Bride of Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation, he also wrote the story for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> Way different. That's kind of... Kind of a little horror. I, I wonder what his version of <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would look like. Ooh. Like, that sounds like yeah. a great... Like, he probably had horror script, like, right in mind. They're like, oh, this sound, this is great. We're going to star Rick Moranis. He's like, wait, what? So, That's not where I was going. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he's only credited by story by. So I'm sure, you know, like, the scorpion, like, kills one of the kids. And that the, the ant... Yeah. Oh, my God, the ant... That was so sad. Oh, I know. It's so no, sad. No, And then, like, no, Auntie. And, like, they were eating the... I just remember being a little kid. I think that was the first movie I might have seen in the movie theater. And I remember them eating the Oreo and just being like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, I, thought, I, don't, <laughs> like, I, I know it was Oreo. a massive Oreo and they were hungry, but I always thought it was gross. I'm like, that's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but the germs would be... Bigger well, the, than? I don't know. I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah, they, they, they wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be able to breathe. Ground. First of all, this whole movie is fucked up. <laughs> so it is a horror movie. Science. It is a horror movie. They're like almost get you know ruined by a uh, scorpion and then the um, the lawnmower thing. Like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I think we could go on about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids forever, but uh, I think that just about wraps it up. So thank you, Lauren, as always. A pleasure. Welcome. Um, Jeremy, pleasure. I fucking, you're here again? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, are you, Somebody keeps letting me in, so. <laughs> you can check us out. You keep sending them We're, invites. Yeah, I literally sent you the invite, so that's my bad. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, everyone, for listening. Wherever you're listening to, yeah, keep listening to us there, because, uh, yeah, we're we're there. Reach out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. If you got a suggestion for an upcoming tangent or a movie you'd like us to cover, uh, yeah, we're open to suggestions. Or if you want to complain, we'll listen to that, too. Maybe we'll uh, make fun of you on the next episode. Just kidding. Just kidding. Constructive criticism is, is welcome as well. I feel like we've done Just that. don't make fun of my short shorts. How could you? <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter. Amazing. At Fans of the Dead One. Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on the gram. Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, go to fansofthedead.com. Get yourself a t shirt. And uh, I don't know, Mikey, you weren't working on some hats? I am you working on like some hat hats. Yes. I forgot I, I said that. I mean, I it, also only took, want a hat. it only took me two days to reply to you what size. Yeah, and then you responded. Would you say large? That's not what I meant. I meant like a fitted hat size. Oh, like I measure like your fucking fat dome and get back to me. It is. It is so large. Hey, you got like those those uh, special headphones there. You got like the the extender in the middle. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making fun of your head. It's, just, it's an average size head. I just. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go just, home now. Just, so the joke was there. I just kept, kept, kept running with it. Now I'm just gonna be like self-conscious about my headphones. <laughs> yeah. So that that's it. Thank you for listening. Have fun. Be safe. Peace. 
you're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.